There we go. Got it. Beautiful music. Hola. Hola. Hallelujah. Right. Brian Stanley and Mark Trost here to talk to you about some news that's going around. A little bit of federal, a little bit of state, and Lots some more local. local stuff. A lot of local. Might even have a special guest today. We'll see. I think we do. Absolutely. All right. So uh, before I, we got into the national news, I think it's tradition that we uh, do the Pledge of Allegiance, Brian. No? Yeah. You want to you you give it a shot? That. No. Can but, you recite uh, it? If not, I got yeah, a special I, guest ready to do it. Are you actually going to play that? I wouldn't. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, State Senator Kevin DeLeon, would you please? Hold on. Mr. DeLeon, can you please um, lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance this morning? Thank you very much, uh, Madam President. It would be an honor. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. So far. Ooh. Google. Undervisible. Uh, pledge allegiance to the flag. Okay. Of the yeah, States so that's uh, I had that happen one time to me. Uh, is a call-in show, radio station, and um, you do the pledge. The, the the host said we start our program with the pledge of allegiance. Brian Nastani, will you please lead us in a <laughs> pledge? I'm like, what? And luckily though, it was locked in the memory bank, and so it came out just as I've said one million times. So I didn't have oh you, problem. But I froze for a second, saying, <laughs> "You get put on the spot like that." I mean, you yeah, know, it's it's tough. I, I know there was it a criticism of yesterday, I'm, but I'd have trouble repeating my name and address if they put me on the spot. <laughs> the coolest part, he actually owned up to it, I and mean, he was embarrassed. He did, and, and, and he tweeted out, and and it looked. Shit happens. He actually, yeah, and I think he made a fundraising thing out of for a homeless group or something, something that's doing good. No, he, but no, yeah. I, I, that could happen to it's a lesson, the best of us. It's a lesson for elected officials, politicians, or whatever. Well, hey, make mistakes happen like yeah. that. That's embarrassing, but just own up to it, and, and people yeah. will forgive you and, and get a yeah. laugh out of it. So. I, I agree. I, I think he made the the most of a embarrassing uh, situation. I totally agree because yeah. I could feel for him one hundred percent. All right, your turn. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh up yours thank you uh nationally anything happening no let's move on all right no yeah <laughs> i think we're just going to touch quickly on the impeachment um issue because i i got a little bit of take on that um well just for the official part they had a vote to move forward with impeachment in the senate the trial and but there was a vote before that vote that senator ron paul had calling it unconstitutional um, which is a good argument. I don't know if it wins the day, but the argument was simply that I think the, the text of the Constitution says the Senate make or House impeaches, Senate convicts, and then removes the president from office. Well, he's been removed from office, and so you're mm. trying to impeach a private citizen. So I think that's a legitimate debate, uh, and 45 Republican senators voted with that, say it's unconstitutional. So that just shows you the vote that there may be five Republicans that join Democrats. It's not the two-thirds, not the 60 votes needed, so it won't pass, and that'll, well, the that'll chief, be that. Chief Justice but, is the one presiding, right? <clears throat> or the Well, I think that's the other issue. I think he's not going to be presiding, or at least that was the word. I don't know if that's going to happen because the Chief Justice was interpreting it also the same way, that that's for a sitting president, and that sitting president is not there. Right. And so it might be president of the Senate, which is the vice president, Kamala Harris that would oversee it. But I, I don't know if that's indeed what's happening. But mm. here's my point after all that. Okay. So the impeachment, I think this is kind of just 
irrelevant show because the impeachment, if it was going to happen, it should have happened, I think, in roughly 2018. And uh, I don't know if you recall, but there was a hurricane coming through the East Coast. I remember. Big hurricane, and it was coming up the coast of Florida, you know, Cuba to Florida and moving on up the East Coast. And for some reason, Trump said, nope, it's going to Alabama. Get ready for, I can't remember what the reason was, but he's saying it's going this way. And everyone's like, no, it's going this way. And then they had a press conference, if you remember, and with the National Weather Service or whatever, they come out here to press conference, and they put up a chart of the course of the storm. And he had somebody with a Sharpie point, because it has all the, you know, flow of the air going up the East Coast. Right. And with a Sharpie, they drew in... Or it could go over here to Alabama. <laughs> Can you imagine that conversation where he's all, you have to put it going to Alabama. And they're like, we've already made up the chart. This That's is what right. it is. They had he's all, get a pen and write it in. They literally had a staffer just go, nope. Yeah, they just had a, had a literally black Sharpie saying, it could go to Alabama and here's where it'll go. <laughs> I forgot. That's right. That's fantastic. We had memes for days on that. That was That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. You know, just... <laughs> I figured. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't. That's a whole nother yeah. podcast. All understanding right, so Trump, California. What's going on in California um, with our well, we in, uh, state administration. Yeah, the uh, e, 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 e e e. Thank you. Um, is just pump plumbing. Plumbing. Wow. It probably doing that. And it's also doing very poorly in the execution of its duties. Um, yeah, like none of the money is going to where it needs to. Uh, I think everybody in prison, convicted murderers have <laughs> have gotten checks for EDD. Of course, they wouldn't be working, but uh, we still got to check in with oh, our buddy. True. They would be unemployed. Nuke uh, Bizzle. We got to still check in on him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was good. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's a mess. I mean, it's been a mess for years, right? This is nothing new, but now it's compounded. Obviously, I think it's up to ten billion dollars in fraud. Yeah, ten billion dollars of fraudulent checks going out. That's almost it's almost like you would have to attempt to do that, right? To just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's huge. Maliciously, yeah. Because like, up. how could you randomly do that, or not randomly? I, who knows? But that's know. a uh, unbelievable. I think continued that's, mess. Yeah, you know, if the governor just reopened, and if COVID vaccines tend, you know, start to improve um, on the distribution, uh, a lot of folks are saying on this recall for Newsom, you know, it's it could be the EDD situation that. He really could be uh, hung Vulnerable. up the drive for. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's speaking of that, there's a new entrant. There, I'm gonna entrant. Yeah, possibly. Which I think we talked about. You know, it's gonna take. I think a somewhat of a major name or or Democrat with resources to really get this thing um, going. I think the signatures are gonna be gathered regardless. But um, you had a CEO at a Silicon Valley. And I'm gonna attempt to pronounce the name. I'll, I'll butcher it here. Uh, Chamath. Pa. I wouldn't attempt to unless you see it written phonetically. Okay. But he's a. Uh, Chamath P. He, and I think <laughs> he was a former, one of the founding or one of the original Facebook executives. Yeah. Yeah. So he made billions off Facebook and did some other things. And um, I don't know if you have the article in front of you. I thought I read his platform as dropping the tax to zero, or maybe that's the corporate tax or something, or maybe capital gains. I don't know dramatically dropping the tax rate, which is a uh, strong position for a Democrat. I Actually, I assume he's a Democrat. I'm not sure. Yeah. I th- yeah. yeah. But then he would... Um, actually, I don't remember now. Do you have the article in front of you? What is, 
or shall we skip that and move on? Well, you know, I, I did, but uh, whatever service this was, just put me behind their firewall. So, well, we will we'll <laughs> pick that story up maybe next time when we yeah. drill down a little bit to see if he's seriously entering. All right, should we move down to what's happening locally? What's happening in Riverside County? Whoa! Wow. Um, yeah, we can uh, introduce our. I mean, what is going on in Riverside? <laughs> Would that be the better way to phrase Actually, it? Actually, uh, what is going on in Riverside County? I don't know what's happening in Riverside yeah. County. No. Well, well maybe that, maybe he does. <laughs> <laughs> who let the dogs out? Oh, thank you. Oh. And who is Sorry, that? Sorry, guys. Jesus. That's all right. Why don't you say hello to Anna? Hi, Anna. Welcome. Hey, Mark. Hey, Brian. How are you guys doing? Hey, Mark and Brian. We Mark are, and Brian. Right. We're the original. That That's who. Wait. Uh, tell us the other one's name. What's the dog's name? Well, I've got Carly out there who's loud All right. and Dobie. 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 Not quite found his voice yet. He's he's my little golden doodle. <laughs> well, there he goes. <laughs> hey, Dobie. Get him riled up. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, they are active. Well, well welcome. Uh, thanks for, for coming on. Um, and just... Uh, Anna Montesanos. Anna Montesanos. What? Just, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. You drunk? <laughs> no, but because I'm thinking of the lady that's cabinet secretary for oh God. Governor Newsom over my head. Jeez. I know. All right, uh, Anna Miramontes, though. Um, yeah, close. I was I trying it. to lead you into your introduction. All right, these are a bunch of bad dad jokes. Um, uh, is uh, one of the what? What are you co co owner co author? Um, I don't know what the. We go by administrators. So. Co-administrator. There you go. Of uh, the very popular and powerful uh, Facebook page, uh, what is going on in, in Riverside County? And um, just uh, literally, if you want to know what is going on, you first listen to this podcast, but then you go check the Facebook page, <laughs> what is going on in Riverside Odds County. are it's probably the other way around, no, considering way. she's got yeah. like a billion how followers many, on Facebook, which how many is followers phenomenal. do you guys have? We have about 166,000. Wow. That is just um, amazing. And, um, <laughs> most, of, most of the users do come from the actual city of Riverside. So it's very heavily concentrated in the city of Riverside when we look at our analytics. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if I remember correctly, it's over 60% city of Riverside and wow. then the, the rest of Riverside County. So uh, yes. we're so pretty excited it, it, and very proud of our, our, our adventure here. Anna, There's so five of us who work on it 24-7. How many? Five. Five of Five. us. So wait, think about that for a second. So if you live in Riverside and you have the ability to log on to a computer, you go to your site then, basically. Pretty much. That's what the numbers show. Right. right. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that was kind of a joke. How? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll laugh. We'll have the town and laugh later. Um, but I think it's actually true, the numbers. If you've how, got 175,000. And your partner in crime, uh, Steve Johnson, I know he kind of was one of the original ones who put this up. How long has this page been, been up for? Actually, Steve founded the page on August 29th, 2013. Wow. Um, I came on board February, March 2014. Okay. Uh, and so this has really been his creation and... and uh, his labor of love. Um, I came on a little later and, and it's become my labor of love. Um, but it was really his, uh, his brainchild. And, and he used to go by camera Charlie. I don't know if you guys remember Cameron that. Cameron Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Camera oh, Charlie was the Is there a reason original. for that? <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> just, just because, you know, camera Charlie is this really neat cartoon character. 
Um, he's a dog, kind of like a beagle looking dog with a, a press hat and a camera. And, um, you know, he was out there reporting the news. And so Steve didn't actually have to do it in his own name. Oh. He did it in the name of Camera Charlie. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Facebook didn't like that very much. Uh, Facebook <laughs> took down Camera Charlie. Jeez, so it's, person. it started way back then, the censorship. My God. Yeah, he must have been identified as a conservative or something. So. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Uh, no, it's it's an amazing page where, you know, literally if, if uh, you hear helicopters buzzing over your head or you see a fire, you you, you come to this page and um, you find out what is going on in, in, you know, mostly Riverside, but also Riverside County. There are, because it's, it's, it's a member generated, right, Anna? Right, member yeah. generated content all day long. Yeah. No, that is you you guys have done a great job. So congratulations thank and you. it's a good service uh, for the community. It's cool, a great thank you. We have a few stop gaps in there to keep the um you know, the advertisings, the GoFundMe's, the uh um unrelated content, things that we don't want uh out there. Um, so we're not completely, you know, we do practice some of our own censorship because we like the we, we want this to be a safe and a um, respectable group. Uh, some of them are not quite as respectable. So, um, <laughs> I was going to say, unlike you and me. <laughs> well, I, we can't go on the site. Then. I, I, I've actually posted on there uh, once. Yeah. I had a story that went viral, and I'll, and I'll tell the little, little insight about it. It was kind of funny. Uh, Councilman Mike Gardner, Riverside City Councilman, was running for supervisor at the time. There was about four or five other candidates. And Mike and I were going to go grab lunch, and we see a poof of smoke in downtown Riverside and Mike's like, I'm just going to go check that out real quick and make sure fire's, you know, taking care of it and everything. Um, so we get there, there's nobody on the scene, like zero. And I, Mike and I just get out of the car, grab a fire or not, or a garden hose and we start, you know, putting, putting the fire out. House it was, what? it was a, uh, it was an empty field, but there was houses like literally right there. Wooden, old wooden houses. So, and the people that were and, not and, home, I assume. Right. First thing Mike did actually was called. He, he called dispatch. Good and, move. And uh, let him know. Second thing, he grabbed a garden hose. Third thing I did is I grabbed my my camera because it's. I was like, well, it's campaign season, uh, and I started filming them. But you know, I that, that was his ward, and he was you know doing his job. The funniest thing though was the battalion chief because Mike called, came down himself, right, and there I am in the middle of the street with a cell phone you know camera shooting mike uh, putting this uh fire out and he just lays on the horn right right on me oh. <laughs> he's like get the f out of the street <laughs> and i knew who it was but yeah um and, and then so did he put out the fire with the garden hose he helped protect some of the neighbors because there was a wooden fence too i mean no he actually kind of helped tamper it down a little bit Enough for time for the real, you know, professionals to get there and uh, right. do the job. But I so posted, anyway, so you posted I, it. I posted it, and because it was in the, in the middle of a campaign, oh man, just you know, everybody was just like, oh, he's doing this for a photo op, and he probably set the fire himself. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Uh, now well, I'm starting to think, I, you know, I got in the car and there's a yeah, poof of smoke enough. going on. Yeah. Anyways, um, and and first I'm, person there, and I remember Steve Johnson had to kind of just yeah, Steve had to say, hey. Uh, suspicious look guys you know he's a councilman we should be applauding him for jumping into action here and, and uh anyway or for starting fire you know that's one of the things that i'm really proud of our group is we like to focus on celebrating our city um we are very uh, uh 
we love our first responders. Um, we love our fire. We love our police. We love our CHP. Yep. Uh, we love our military. And that reflects in our group. And in fact, we, we don't allow, we don't tolerate any, um, any rude comments. And, and with regards to our city and our leaders, you know, we like to let this, the, um, the citizens and the community know what's going on. Sure. Um, before, so our city council, uh, when they first started streaming things on Facebook, we made sure to start posting that and start sharing that. And so now you really, we've really driven a lot of focus toward the city, um, our leaders and what they're doing. Uh, so that I attribute that pretty uh, heavily on the exposure that um, over the years we've given to uh, to the city and what's going on within it. So, you know, and, and it's it's I'm just kind of flipping through it right now. And there's, you know, warnings up there of like the burn areas that are about to get flooded and mudslides. And it's a really great service. But I wanted to talk a little bit. We just mentioned the, the the campaign and politics side of it, but you guys have really become a force to reckon with as far as campaigns and politics go. I think most recently the 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 mayor's race in, in Riverside. Um, before that, the the sheriff's race uh, for Riverside yeah. County. Um, you know, I I think Patricia Locke Dawson, the new mayor in Riverside, she she actually thanked the page and thanked you know you and Steve. Um, you know, for for the work you guys guys did, maybe you can kind of talk about that your involvement in the, those campaigns. You know, the funny thing is, we have been very adamant to keep politics in general off the page. You know, we didn't want any go Trump, we didn't want any yo Pelosi, we didn't want any recall Newsom. All of that has we've been really because that gets ugly really quickly, right? And it polarizes people. So we've been very focused to keep that off the page. But um, we did, what goes on locally is really important. And a lot of that has to do with our political leaders and what they're doing, how they're behaving, you know, uh, their platforms. So um, we realized pretty early on, um, especially with uh, the Chad Bianco race, that um, what we put out there makes a difference. So we have changed our group description a little bit in that we allow for um, some local issues and local politics to be talked about. However, because it is, you know, it is our labor of love, and that's, I'm talking about the five of us, we're, we, and we figure our voice counts. Mm -hmm. um, we've made some endorsements. And that was Chad, uh, that was Patricia, um, you know, we're looking to to make more in the future and they're very targeted and, and they're really um, our community members listen. So we did change our focus a little and we do allow some uh, the, the local issues to be talked about. And um, we do really highlight our leaders, the leaders that uh, the five of us feel um, provide value back to our community. And uh, so uh, Chad and, and PLD were two of the the ones that we um, that we focused on, and we were really proud of, uh, pretty proud of the results. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing, um, and just the I think the future, you know, and, and I think it is important that you guys have the voice. You guys have to deal. I, I know I've talked to Steve before um, about just some of the headaches you guys have to deal with. People making comments or getting mad at you 
for you know taking off their comment or allowing others to happen. And I think Steve, I think at one one point almost quit. Um, I was gonna say it sounds like a full time job. It almost is, but yeah, yeah that's it, I, yeah. It really is, and we have actually archived the group um, a couple of times mm -hmm. just to give us a break. Sure. Like uh, how many, because it got pretty demanding. How many comments a day, roughly, do you get? Oh, I'd say thousands. Wow. It, it really depends on what is posted. So we've had a few um, real heavy days. Um, there are some issues that come up, like the Cheech recently. Um, mm -hmm. That drove a lot of comments. Um, that dro also drove a lot of phone calls to the city council meeting. So whenever there is a, an issue... Um, that is really a hot topic in the city, um, the comments explode. Um, and, and then the phone calls on the public comment line also explode. So absolutely. So speaking of hot topics in, in the city, in Riverside, uh, there is a, a recall currently. Yes, there is. Going against uh, Councilwoman Gabby Placentia, which I think you might know a little bit about uh, and, and your do. involvement. Yeah. Um, so you are you're one of the two uh, heading helping head up the the recall and maybe you can kind of just uh, talk about it and how you got involved and maybe some of the history that led up to it. Definitely, um, I do have to say that in the very beginning, um, I was really happy to support Gabby. Um, you know, I saw her as a strong candidate. I saw her. Um, um, I like the fact that you know we we had some women putting their. Uh, willingness to go out there and, and uh, because we had had a city council that was all men. Um, so she was willing to put herself out there. I really liked that. I, I liked some of the, the, I liked the way she spoke. I liked some of the things that she said at the time that she was campaigning. Um, I don't live in her ward, mm -hmm. um, but I do, um, you know, I, I, she, what she does affects me as a whole. Sure. So um, I was, it, you know, I thought, Hey, how, you know, how great can this be? Um, and it didn't, you know, it didn't hurt the fact that she was Latina. I'm a Latina woman. And, and it was, it was a, a source of pride. So I use my voice. I use my checkbook and um, way to go. You know, she right. actually, she, she got elected. She, yeah. She got elected. So then, so then she's in office and uh, things start and, to turn around a little bit. Oh my God. It was, and it was very quickly. The You know, I, um, I made it a point to go to city council every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things I did. It was part of my, uh, I called it part of my job actually, sure. because I need to know what's going on. So when she um, circumvented the sunshine ordinance to put the union bug on her card, I thought, what, you know, that left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, we know now it was a hint of something to come. But at the moment, I thought, really, does this, I mean, do you really need to go around um, rules just to put this bug on your, on, on your card? So, you know, say, she's brand new, whatever. But the next meeting, you know, I'm sitting there and she, and she comes in with this uh, demand to remove two count to board members. Um, in the name of equity and diversity Plan and planning commission, right? Was that yeah. Well, yes. Yep. It, no, and not just the planning commission. It was one planning commissioner mm -hmm. and one commissioner from the BEC. Um, and I just, I'll let them name name remain nameless. Sure. The commissioner from the BEC he relented and gave in to her demands. Okay, but the planning commissioner he said no, I will not. 
I haven't done anything wrong to be um, to to be replaced. You know, I'm serving for a specific period of time, and you can't just replace me simply because you don't like, you know, you don't like the color of my skin. So when I saw that, it really upset me. And the reason that it really upset me, it upset this Latina woman, because had it been a man on that city council trying to replace me Mm -hmm. because of the color of my skin or because I was a woman, everybody on God's green earth, there would have been a riot. It would have been, uh, it would not have been acceptable. But because this was happening to a, a a Caucasian male, it was okay. And that was not okay with me. So, um, so she was found for the first time in Riverside's history uh, in violation of uh, three ethics rules. Is that correct? She did. Yeah. And well, just to go back just a little bit, that was just the first racist piece that we saw. Then she went to declare racism a, a health crisis in the city of Riverside um, and made a huge grandstanding event out of that. And it was during the time of George Floyd. Um, And so that was a hot topic. Um, And instead of focusing on real items that, that, that make things happen, they were focused on these real ethereal and, and um, rainbows and unicorn kind of stuff. But then in Labor Day, the, the champion of the, you know, let's not have any racism in Riverside posted some really racist comments on Facebook herself. Um, And at that moment, that's when I knew, you know what, she's got to go. It's just all downhill from here. There were other things that she did. You know, she advocated, she would go out and protest for, for things that she felt were okay. But then she would be, you know, she would talk down to other people who wanted to protest for things that were not okay with her. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, a few people got together. Um, we talked about it um, several in, on several occasions. I asked for her resignation, and this was really before a lot of the ethics violations came to light. Um, Jason Hunter filed an ethics violation, uh, three ethics violations against her, and um, I believe there were a couple of them that did not go through, and one did. And then there was another ethics complaint against her. And these are the ones that had to do with the replacing of the two commissioners. Um, And she made it very clear um, that, you know, she didn't have to follow the ethics process. Nowhere in the city charter does it say that she has to follow the path of the code of ethics. (laughs) And she proved it. She did it. It uh, it exists, but I'm not going to follow because it's not yeah it's not it's not the Constitution. So so the the ethics commission found her in violation, and then her council uh, fellow council members uh, upheld those decisions. Correct. So they have upheld three, and the one was the quid pro quo. And the amazing thing about the quid pro quo is that there were text messages between her and um, the executive of the Arlington Business Partnership. And very clearly, she said in those texts that she has no interest in talking to the Arlington Business Partnership unless they call me to tell me they have removed him. We have nothing to talk about. I am not going to help with shit. And him being the her her opponent 
right? That him being her opponent, the one who would not resign. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the ethics violations that have been upheld. Now, they have not been adjudicated yet. They are waiting for the hearing panel um, because three of them went back to the ethics committee. And so they were reheard. Um, so the city council bounced them back to the uh, code of ethics panel. The panel reheard everything and now bounced it right back to city council where, you know what? This can go on forever. Wait, don't, but don't. now there is a now and we haven't made this public yet. And so Ooh. you get it right breaking, here right now. Breaking news. Hold on. We don't, we breaking don't, news. We don't have a breaking news drop. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what she did in her ethics um, hearing in November, and I don't remember the exact date, she committed perjury. Mm. She very clearly stated that she did not send the texts that uh, she is accused of sending. But earlier on in the presentation, she did say she sent the texts. So she got very flustered and then up and decided to say that she didn't send the texts. So we have filed another ethics complaint against Gabby Placentia, and this time for perjury, because she perjured herself under oath, which tells us if she's gonna do it under oath, she's gonna do it any time. She likes, it fits her agenda. So um, that will be coming. It's going to pre-hearing on March 4th. So Anna, you have the text from the Arlington business person then, so that's how you know of the text? Actually, what happened is that that executive director um, was separated from his duties as executive director and he had to turn back in his phone. And the texts were on the phone. Okay. Well, um, wow. <laughs> so when, are, is it in the signature gathering process right now, the recall? We are, we are in the signature gathering process. Um, we are about two weeks in and things are going pretty well. Um, you know, COVID has has um, has put a little um, a little crinkle in into the process, but we're working through that. And we are we're we're gathering some pretty good signatures. We have to get to about I think it's forty three hundred, so we're going to get some extra. By what date? Um, what was that? By what date do you need the signatures? By the end of April, so April thirtieth, I believe. All right, you got some time. We do, so, but, um, and, and we have some great, um, we're making some great headway. And I do have to tell you that our Riverside group really helped, okay. really helped. So I got to, not to get too bogged down the, the specifics here, but I'm, I'm confused, not confused. Explain to me the sunshine rule that she evaded regarding putting the union label on a business card. So, and actually there were two sunshine ordinances twice that she evaded the process. So the, the sunshine ordinances put in place, um, you have to put an item in an, on the agenda 12, I believe it's 12 days before the city council meeting and it has to be made public. That gives anybody who is viewing the agenda time to read what's going on, figure out what's happening, how it affects them. You can circumvent the, uh, you can go around the Sunshine Ordinance um, and they've recently changed it. But at the time you only had to get the, uh, the signature of one of your other city council people. So in both cases with the union bug and with the replacing of the board members, 
she did not give the public the 12 days notice so that we could have the time to go speak about it and, and to go give our, our feelings. Um, I, that was, that was yeah. very inch and we believe that she did that very strategically. In fact, with the removal of the, of the two board members, she had it put on the agenda the Friday before the Tuesday meeting, which literally gave, um, had our, had the board members not, um, been looking at the agenda ahead of time, uh, when it was, when it was, uh, put back up there, they would never have known. This would have just slapped them in the face. She could have done it in a heartbeat and, uh, and swept under the rug. So, yeah, I get that part, but the union bug, that would have to be an agenda item to, to get your card printed at the union shop. Is that what you're saying? No, well, she wanted to, so the, and the, and you know, the, the city attorney got involved and it got really ugly, but um, to many of us, the placing of the union bug on her business card um, tells us very much who she's beholden to. Does she speak for her constituents Is or it, does she speak for the union? Yeah. And it, I think, I, I know that that was, you know, part of the campaign, um, you know, kind of back and forth, but I think probably, you know, the bigger part of there is that, you know, she went around the rules. Um, well, that's just what I'm, I'm just trying to think, like I said, not to yeah. get too far down. But I guess what I'm thinking is it must have been a money item. So she wanted to get hers reprinted, I'm guessing. So that cost X amount of dollars. That would have to have been Seems brought like to the board. Seems like probably could have presented to the board, which, I, I you know, this council's pretty union friendly. And I don't see like they would have had probably had any, any issues or, with it. Why she rushed it kind of kind of an odd approach arms. but anyways anyways all right um i guess we'll let the voters of ward five decide on that one indeed um recallgabby.com if, if, if you want to find out more information or just do what i do and go to what's going on in riverside county and uh there you go and i just uh make it make it a podcast <laughs> no um but uh well thanks uh thanks so much anna for for taking the time i know you're incredibly busy and uh Got a lot of stuff going on, but I do appreciate you taking the time to come on with us today. You guys are uh, doing amazing. Work. Tell us real quick, if you can, what's what's today's story? Anything on there today that, that we should know about? Um, no, today's actually been a pretty light news day. We've got some uh, some fire promotions, um, if I remember right. Um, we, you know, we've always got some stolen car, uh, <laughs> people, you know, on there. Um, it's gonna rain. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, we got a big storm so, coming. Uh, it's a big event in Southern California. Yeah. yeah. What do they call it? There's a new storm word. watch. No, no, no. There's oh. a new word for oh, God. these oh. big storms. Well, the, the last one I know in the the Sierras, they, it's called snow mg. No, it's something different. It's like a something cycle, like a uh, atmospheric. Oh, cycle. river. Oh, atmospheric, the atmospheric river. river. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I yeah, hadn't heard that before. Well, now, it will not be a very light news day on what is going on in Riverside County because the State of the City Address is going on today at 5 o'clock. Oh, that's right. We will be streaming it live. Cool. So um, right. the citizens of Riverside can watch it on uh, on GTV, on Spectrum, AT&T. Um, the city will be streaming it live via Facebook. But most people go to our site to watch it. I was going to say, what a great way to participate because you can yeah, comment yeah. on a thread Honest. there. You know, and give thumbs up or, you know, down or hearts or whatever you want to do 
during the state of the city. That's that's really cool. Yeah. I'd rather watch it so, that way. Absolutely. Yeah. So go PLB. We're excited. For yeah, it. it's Thank a big, you for uh, having me, guys. big speech. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time in and all the uh, good work you guys are doing there. You got it. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Very good. All right. There's oh. a dedicated community participant. And we got to meet Cordy and the other dog. And do, doodler, doodles. doodles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, what's interesting to me, at least, is just how these things have sprung up, you know, with Facebook and mainly um, these community groups. It's amazing how much information now is just out there, obviously, and to have. Once again, 175,000 people in a city of... That's powerful. What, what's Riverside disposal. has 300,000, maybe three and a quarter, something yeah. like that. Um, that's some, It just shows the the power of these community groups now. Of um, If they keep keep the site up like they do, obviously, and they do some work, diligent work on making sure they keep the bad stuff off there, and that, that's a... It's a lot of work. I mean... It, it must be. But, yeah. but think about it. If you were like a television station there... Doing the news, you wouldn't get nearly that audience. No. That's amazing. Yeah. And you can push information out to them too. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like they just tune in all the time. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So, uh, impressive. It's it's very impressive. And they've done a really good job maintaining it. And, uh, and I know, like I said, I've talked to Steve and they did, they archived it at that one point because he said, I'm, I'm sick of this. Um, but there was such a strong demand for it back. He, brought on some more people to help them out with it. And, you know, they're, they're back up and running again and making a difference in the city. So, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe we'll just hit a couple issues and punch out here. Because um, Anna was the show. That was hard to definitely the show. Um, so, I just wanted to... Um, no, there was something that I, I forgot to ask her, uh, Riverside-related, that the council did vote call to. Call her back. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they outlawed uh, bathing. In, in fountains, sorry. Well, of course. <laughs> you want it to be allowed? Well, no. What kind I didn't of know, society do you want to live in? I didn't know that you had to make a law to do that. Well, if I don't see a sign or if I do not know <laughs> of an ordinance or law, I'm going to take a bath in a fountain. Yeah. Um, so thank God they did that. Obviously, I'm sure that's meant for the homeless population, but I, uh, don't, know. I don't know what they... Got that, but uh, so anyways, that, I think a similar rule law had been made in Palm Springs not too long ago because there's that fountain as you come into the downtown it, with those three prongs, yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. there was a lot of people who would go in there because it's hot in Palm yeah. Springs, and I think they actually made a rule, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Well, really? Because, yeah, in the summertime, there in downtown Cathedral City, they have one by City Hall, and they have a, like a big fountain in Cathedral City, and you see kids in the summer, yeah, they go in there, it's almost like a little beach scene. Which I thought, well, that's fine. I mean, they don't have a pool, and they come over there, and um, anyways, well, so so it's illegal now. Yeah, I'm glad we know. That's um, good information. And um, I don't know what else were we going to hit on. Oh, you talk about the uh, you're going to mention the carousel. Oh, last night the uh, city of San Bernardino held a special meeting. Uh, they are starting to make plans and moves on. Uh, the probably the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of property, uh, especially economically in their town, and that's the old Carousel Mall that's been shut down for however long, and they're starting to take bids on uh, redevelopment uh, projects uh, for that. I think most of it's going to be kind of a kind of similar to what Riverside's doing—a a mixed use. You're going to have retail on bottom. You're going to have uh, 
townhome condos um, on on top and kind of that's right in the smack of downtown. Um, it's been there forever. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, and it's been abandoned almost for. Long, I was gonna say forever, but for a long time as well. Time. So that uh, that is sorely needed. It'll be a great um, impetus for hopefully other development in the city because the great city of San Bernardino, which has a long history. They, they certainly need that type of development to start drawing people back and be successful. So we wish them the best on that. Right. Yeah, I was going to hit one more. Um, and I didn't get all the information, so it's kind of half-assed. But So this uh, water district in Rialto. It's an impressive enterprise the other day. Uh, they had a city manager. City manager. They had a manager, general manager, that uh, apparently there was issues with who he was hiring, how he was hiring them, and so on and so forth. And... And uh, a lot of other, he apparently didn't get along well with his employees. So they fired him. Um, he sued. And so here's the part that gets me is that say it's roughly 400000 a year, which I think it was about that. And they paid him double that to end it. It's like if they clearly thought he was doing things wrong and the answer, so the point is why you just, fire them, let them sue. And they'll say, well, the cost of going to court, blah, blah, blah. True. But at some point, don't you just say, well, we're going to eat that cost yeah. and fire him because right. he did things that we think might have been illegal or certainly against what we want and don't like him. And so just eat the extra however much to go to court and do it. Yeah. Uh, it seems far too often that, that they just brush it aside like that. You Anyways, know, that's, yeah, that, God, that happens more often than not where – they brush things aside like that, but you know the taxpayers are always left holding the bill on. Those and you things. think the tax rates? Okay, we can settle by this amount. It might cost this much more to go to court um, because, but we fired him because he's really not good. Right. And most says, okay, well then just stick with the firing. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, they need to get some better negotiators in these city uh, attorneys. It. I mean, like Larry H. Park Parker. I mean, can, we, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I got you guys 2.1 million. <laughs> Sweet. What can you do for our city? Right. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Um, I got, I'll sue everybody. I get uh, damn spam calls all day. Um, I got one more uh, non-news related item. Better be good. Kind of end the show. It's damn good. All right. Um, baseball's Hall of Fame. It's not going to have an uh, inductee this year. Yeah. And there's yeah, a couple of people saying they're not going to, they're not, they're going to take their names out of the running. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Schilling. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, who's the other one? Oh, um, I forget. But yeah, he was a he was the biggest one, I think. Uh, yeah, so that is interesting because I didn't I didn't read the whole thing. But so he's saying I, there's one. What does it say? It's ten years eligibility, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so you got one more to go to get enough votes to get in because it's pretty close. But then to pull his name, why would he do that? What's the point? Just to say kind of f you. I think uh, you know this. It's really weird. It's the sports writers who you know vote on this. Um, and he's been taking a lot of flack because he's just been way to the right, you know, conservatively. And, and uh, I get all that, but then why? Why pull your name though? What is it? I literally think, just to. I think he's thinking that he's being unfairly targeted for his political views. So, why didn't he say that? Then I wonder. I didn't see him say that. I don't know. Maybe maybe the news cut that out. Did cut that out? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jerks. No. I don't know. Uh, that seems we'll, strange. We'll me. have to look at it. But uh, I was going to ask you, um, there are quite a few big names out there that either have not been in, um, not been elected for one reason or another. Like who? Give me some names. Well, I was going to ask you, who do you think is the, oh, the biggest you omission? Kurt Schilling. 
Okay. I don't one. know. Tell me some more names. Are you, uh, are you leading me on here or what? No, I mean, they're like. Uh, I can't remember. Dale Murphy. Is, oh, Kurt Schilling's a better name than Dale is, Murphy. Is, is a big okay, one. Keep going. Uh, well, obviously, you got the big ones, the steroid guys, Barry Bonds. Oh, Barry Bonds. Mark yeah, McGuire, yeah. Sammy Sosa. I mean, the guys that with so, records that are going to last through eternity. Well, we just got but finished not, last time saying how great Hank Aaron was, and we recognize his achievements and not Barry Bonds because of the steroids. And, um, that's something they got to grapple with. I have no idea yeah. how this ends up in history. Of I was looking at because uh, I, I MLB posted that like you know hey who do you think is the greatest? Uh, Pete Rose was, was one of the biggest. Pete ones. Rose should be that's that's my big uh, my big gripe with him. And he should definitely be in. Oh, absolutely. And that's which which really led me to look. On, go ahead. You go to Baseball Reference. You need to get lost for days. But my dad played with George Foster uh, in high Your school. Dad was pre- oh, okay. in high school. Yeah, uh, George Luke, Foster. He's good Cincinnati Reds outfielder. MVP nineteen seventy seven. Hit yeah. fifty one, fifty two home runs yeah, in the dead great. ball era. I uh, I don't think he quite has the numbers to get the Hall of Fame status. He's like right there on the edge. But um, um, yeah, that was uh, he. He went to. Where did he grow up? Lusinger High School, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's over in uh, Hawthorne. Huh. All right. He's from Alabama, George Foster, and you know, he's 72 years old now. So Yeah, no, he was great. Shout that, out to that George. That was my team back then, yeah, Cincinnati Reds. That's why Pete Rose should be there as well. I agree. Um, okay, let's end. Just linger on this point for a minute because it is an interesting one is the steroid issue. That – because you – remember we had the – we talked about a couple weeks ago about the, uh, the Angels bench coach helping them – Right. With the rosin on the fingers and stuff for pitchers. Yes. It's like, where do you draw the line? I mean, how, you know, what if you get, somebody said this for, you know, LASIK surgery if you're a player because to get better folk, because you can hit the ball better than if you got better vision, right? So is that enhancing? Um, <laughs> well, seriously. Well, or, you know, f- funny, <laughs> funny story on that. Troy Percival has yeah. bad eyesight. And he was a relief he, pitcher for the Angels. He was a, from Riverside. Yeah, from Riverside, relief pitcher, and threw like almost 100 miles an hour. I mean, mm-hmm. but he had really bad eyesight, and which would make me really nervous walking into that batter's box, thinking my head's going to get yeah. clocked off. So maybe that's an advantage as oh, well. It, okay, there was a, a funny story <laughs> like games. that about uh, Bob Gibson. He was a pitcher for St. Louis back in the 60s, and he threw really hard. And he wore glasses and everybody knew it, and he wouldn't wear them when he pitched. And that was the exact thought is, this guy can't see me very well, and he throws 100 miles or 100 plus. And back then, they literally threw at people, threw oh, at yeah. their heads, threw at their bodies. I mean, they that's how the game was played. And you wouldn't know if it's coming at you or not. Nowadays, it's very rare that they throw out a batter. Yeah. I mean, extremely rare. Well, they don't even slide into second base anymore in a double play. No. I mean, it's – but back then – anyways, that was – I remember reading that. They played that on real funny. dirt back in the day, right? They did. <laughs> <laughs> now it's that clay shit. Oh, man. But anyways, I don't, right. I don't know. It's, see where the steroid things go because there's other drugs. Now it's so sophisticated. There's this um, documentary. I can't remember the name of it. It documents all the the doping that goes on in cycling with, what was the guy's name? That oh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I mean, it's very sophisticated. And, and you know, they... Put draw their blood out, put better blood in, something like that. I mean, it's um, it's almost I could go with the argument of you know what, do whatever you want, and then who's ever the best, the best. You still got to hit the ball, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a pro, you can be juice all you want. Yeah, but and it's like everybody do hand, whatever you want. That hand-eye coordination better be down. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. 
Well, good stuff. Well, thanks for uh, Anna Miramontes. Yeah, absolutely. Joining us. Uh, fascinating. Uh, you can go to their website, uh, Facebook uh, page. What is going on? What is going on in, in Riverside, Riverside County? Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Thank you. Thanks.